Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John, and I am here with my buddy Ian. Hello, all. And uh, we're going to be discussing a few things gaming-related that is going to go in conjunction with a blog that we have been writing called Power Up and Play. And this is a little snippet podcast of what you could see in the articles in audio form. Is that right, Ian? That's right, yep. Uh, PowerUpandPlay.com. There's not much there right now, but it's kind of a work in progress. Uh, kind of, I just finished a web development degree, so it's kind of just like a little time sink for me on the mm-hmm. side. Kind of learn stuff and play around with stuff. But I uh, figured yep. what better way to buy my two favorite things, gaming and web development. And now I'm talking with my buddy John about video games. There you go, and we go a long way back. Um, we've been playing video games together since, what, 2005? No, 2004, I think. 2004? No, maybe, maybe, I think the maybe first time right. went in 2003, because I'm just thinking the first game, the first NHL we played together was NHL 2K4, which it's true with Marty Turco on the cover. And then, um, so that came out before that. Yeah, before that, we were playing uh, the original SOCOM U.S. Navy SEALs. So whenever that came out, I believe, was when yeah. we initially started playing games together. Yeah, so like but, a, uh, around 2003, a little before, a little after, somewhere around there. So about almost 20 years. Yeah, so we're sick of each other, and we decided that you should be sick of us too, and that's why we're going <laughs> to talk about video games together. And uh, the fact that you brought up um, bringing your passions together and you say something about a time sink and about, you know, entertaining yourself. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today in kind of the psychology behind gaming and why people play games to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it be just for entertainment factor, whether it be a time sink, like you said, fill in a few hours, you know, kind of making the progress bar go up or whatever it is that people do. And we're, we're kind of trying to decipher why, you and I play games, right? Uh, yeah, just in general. Like, I just think like as the gaming industry keeps growing and growing, I think there's like a, there's been a huge shift in like the last ten years. Just you maybe a little more longer than that. Just seeing like these unhealthy habits in gamers, and just seeing these uh, kids. Um, I mean, it's been me before too. Just getting addicted to games, and it's like. Hmm. It's almost like they're not addicted to the game. They're like, so we're going to sound like old men here, but or I'm going to sound like an old man. But back when we were addicted to SOCOM, or what they used to call SOCRACK back in the day. It's true. Um, like, we were addicted to actually playing the game. Like, we could not get enough of SOCOM US Navy SEALs. We wanted to play the game. There were no stats recorded in that game. Um, you just played. You had fun. You won. You lost. It was just fun. But now, mm-hmm. today, I don't know, it just seems like it's different. Like, I've played with people that... I've played Call of Duty with people for years, and then they hit, like, max prestige, and they're like, they don't want to play anymore because they feel like they don't have a reason to play because they can't level up any further. And to me, it's just, like, so weird. And that seems, like, normal now. Like, if a game doesn't have, like, a level up system, a battle pass, people don't see mm-hmm. the point in playing. And now it just makes me it just makes me think like are people playing games or are they just addicted to like the rush of leveling up? Yeah. Are are they playing it for the actual gameplay itself? Like you said, we played SOCOM, it was the same 
general four or five guns the same you know they had the popular maps and the not so popular maps yeah there, there were 10 maps but i think like we only played like four or five of them really yeah and you just sunk hours and hours in and it was the same kind of experience every time but depending on how it played out with your your strategy and your yeah. teammates and, like and blah shooter. blah blah yeah but it's like you said there was no prestige there was no there was no general leveling up system at all like you got the same guy and you could change your skin i guess yeah like yeah. you could be boomer or kahuna or whatever the hell their names were they had really great names specter and then. jester specter and jester yeah that's right so but we were playing the game like you said we were enjoying the actual game of it but our kids these days are people getting into gaming now. Are they playing the game or are they playing the mechanic within the game that allows them to feel that progression? And then once they cap out on that progression, why play the game? Exactly. And I think it, my personal opinion, you said you were sounding like an old man and geez, I'm older than you. So I'm going to sound like a fucking old fart here. But in my opinion, I feel like the gaming industry once it became this, you know, mega million billion dollar industry, it started having to push that kind of narrative towards. Oh, for sure. How do we how do we keep people playing this game to hold them over just long enough to get to the next one that comes out next year? So, like, okay, they'll get the Prestige Ten, and they'll have all the skins, they'll have all this shit, and just in time. Yeah. Oh, look at that! There's news about the <laughs> next game that's coming right. out the next time with the net, you know, new Prestiges, and it's. It's technically the same experience, but with new maps and that new sense of progression. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I, I feel like Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare, that came out in 2007, um, mm -hmm. or it was 2008, 2007, somewhere around there. I feel like that was like the biggest game changer. Um, sorry, my cat is on my shoulder right now. <laughs> Uh, so I, th I think that was the biggest game changer, like in the gaming scene, because like I remember I was a senior in high school when that game came out, and I remember like I was a gamer, and I had a few friends that we all played like Halo together. But when Call of Duty Four came out, like mm -hmm. everybody was a gamer, and I bet you that's gonna sound weird to like young people today, because today like literally everybody is a gamer, like. Extremely popular Every, today everyone. in comparison. Yeah, like everyone's playing Fortnite. Everyone's playing Warzone. There's a there's a form of gaming in every household. Yeah, that it didn't there. used to be like that. Not even like 10, 12 years ago, it wasn't like that. And well, you you had your console, right? right? That was that was what gaming was. And now every computer, obviously, is a gaming platform. Your phone, you're carrying around the game yeah. system in your yeah, in your pocket like that, like at it, all times. And that game system in your pocket can play with somebody on an Xbox One X, like you know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's crazy. It's just insane yeah. to think about, but um, it's just like everything about that game changed the future from level leveling up and it's like a shooter was weird. Like the most popular shooter before that was probably Halo. Um, I think Halo mm -hmm. Two or Halo Three, and like that technically had levels, but that was like a skill based level. Like that wasn't based on like just playing that was like if you were really good you'd be i think i think it worked backwards i think you started at 50 and you worked your way up to one but it was mm -hmm. all skill based it was like kind of like their ranked mode was playing like so like get that that number next to your name so yeah 
it wasn't the same. So, like, if you were just a mediocre Halo player, you were probably never getting past 20, like, ever. So it wasn't the yeah. same kind of addiction. Whereas Call of Duty, it was like, you die, you drop a grenade on your corpse automatically, because that's how martyrdom works. <laughs> And you yeah. got two kills, you get... Yeah. So you got, you got like, yeah. your tower riff, you got a fucking plus 200 XP on your screen in your face telling you how awesome you were. And then You, you felt relevant. Love, you and level up, and then at the end of the screen, you'd be like, you unlock this gun, you unlock this skin, you unlock this perk. And it just yeah. like makes you feel good. Like I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm sure there's some like dopamine being released in your brain as you're hearing all these sounds go off like you're just one of the slot machine at the casino yeah every everything about it was like a pat on the back and it, it kind of mimicked accomplishment it was it was like okay well i uh you know i fucking killed four people and i got a care package it, you know they like the kill streaks were just low enough to make you feel attainable mm-hmm. and then obviously the skill went up and you could get the higher kill streaks right. and the higher well, kill streaks. Well, even back then, if we really want to throw it back to Call of Duty 4, it was 357. There was only those two, those three. Yeah. Yeah, the UAV, the, the airstrike, and the chopper. Yeah, yeah that's all there was. <laughs> yeah, um, but you just you felt relevant. You felt like you were impacting the game you were playing. Yeah, no matter how bad you were at the game, you felt good yep. about it. You like there was always some form of positive reinforcement, even if you went like two and sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I just think that's bled over to everything. Like, um, like just, you just name any game. Like, like Forza has like you you won your ten threes. Here's five hundred XP and like a big pop up on your screen. Oh, you you drove your one hundredth mile. Here's some XP. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just it's crazy. I've actually been playing I've, for listeners. I'm a big I'm a big racing game fan. I, I play iRacing. I play I play Forza. I play Gran Turismo. Like I just recently got back into Gran Turismo Six, and they have like it's almost like it's kind of one of the reasons I started thinking of this topic for the podcast. But they have like daily mile goals where like you get rewarded if you drive a certain amount of miles in the game, and if you if you make that goal for a certain amount of days in a row, you get like even better rewards. So it's just, like, trying to make you, like, it's just trying to reel you in, like, and make you feel yeah. like you have to play, you have to log on, or else, yeah. like, you feel like you're losing your business. It's like they're kind of, they're kind of doing, like, the the fast one on you, like the Jedi mind trick, where you, oh, you crazy, want to play dude. this game today, you have to get those miles in. Yeah. Like, it's, that's, I mean, that's how they get you now. Yeah. It, it just goes, in, they want their game to have longevity, and that's the way to do it is yeah. to just keep giving them more and more things to feel like they're achieving so or accomplishing something. And you know, like it's, as I'm describing this, it sounds so predatory. Like mm-hmm. it, it's almost gross and disgusting, but yeah. the weirdest thing is it's what gamers want. Like if yeah. you, if they didn't have that, people will, will complain that they yeah. feel like there's no reason to play this game because they're not getting rewarded. They feel like they're wasting their time. You can go on like, it, uh, what's, what's it get? Uh, sea of thieves is a big one where mm-hmm. one of the biggest complaints about sea of thieves is people feel like there's no reason to play. Like there's no end game or there's, there's no, no, there's yeah. like technically leveling up, but it's like, there's no point to it. Like you play, sea it of doesn't thieves lead to, get, 
Yeah. yeah, it doesn't lead to a better ship, or it doesn't lead to a bigger gun, or a you yeah, know. exactly. And and that's like one of the biggest knocks on Sea of Thieves is that it's a pointless, mindless, stupid grind for absolutely zero reason. And it's what all video games are, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of like what I'm kind of trying to allude to here is like, yeah, people really need to take a step back and just think like, why am I playing? whatever game that i'm playing right now is it because i actually enjoy the game or do i feel like i have to because i feel like the game is tricking me into thinking that i'm falling behind yeah i I think that's a common thing with games and it does sound like predatory like you said it sounds like oh god how can we get these kids to keep playing this game and blah 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 and it's not always a bad thing i think it's a good thing to have you know people a reason for a person to come back to that game if they enjoy it but if it comes down to the entire industry is kind of funneling that attitude into every single game to the well, point where other people are like, well, why should I even play this game? It's like yeah. you're forgetting the whole point of why you would play a game in the first place. Yeah, I can't even blame the industry. I mean, it's like I said, it's kind of gotten to a point where it's like what gamers want. It's what gamers expect. Mm-hmm. And it's like the standard. If, if Activision's doing it with Call of Duty, like yep. a, a lot of these triple a studios they're publicly traded like they they have to keep up they can't just let activision run away with it you know 2k mm-hmm. uh, 2k has to do it take two has to do it uh everyone has to do it and or else like it is gonna get blown out of the water and like i said they're publicly traded so investors want to know why they should invest more money like yeah you gotta kind of keep coming up with these shady tactics that trick people into not only playing your game but paying more and more for it every year it's just how it is now yeah that's definitely one side of the the psychology of it is kind of the the developers themselves and the people making the games trying to take advantage of that kind of ploy or that that mechanic that keeps people playing their games and they'll get it the next year and the next year and the next year and it'll be the same general cycle of what they were doing the previous year you just throw them a couple little skins here or you throw them a new couple maps here or a couple new characters and then mm. it just begins anew <laughs> and it's it's a trend that i mean gaming has i mean i've been gaming since freaking 86 when i was two years old it was the first time i picked up a controller and it's gone through that ebb and flow of like different trends you know like all the way through like it was all platformers at one point and then it became all rpgs it seemed and then it was all shooters and then you know it's kind of evolved from there yeah but this the current trend now seems to definitely be that that sense of i want to call it empty accomplishment that you get from a video game yeah you feel like you did something with your time yeah people i think people are afraid to admit that playing video games is just in itself kind of a waste of time so i think they need this kind of as you said or what was it ea that had that read a comment they need that sense of pride and accomplishment or else like or else they don't want to play because people don't want to admit that they're wasting time yeah like, I agree with that, especially in today's climate where everyone's a pro gamer <laughs> and, you know, you got your professional streamers that make millions of dollars playing yeah. video games. And that's like the kind of attitude that people have now is right. that I am special 
because I play games. I'm a I'm a gamer. Okay, right. like they made it you proud to be a gamer. Like right. you believe I beat Dark Souls? Can yeah. you believe that? Like it's you, a sense. You used to get beat up in school for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember one vivid memory was I went over to a buddy's house, and I was the only person I knew with a Super Nintendo. Like no one else I knew had one, mm-hmm. and we went over to his house, and he had one just like sitting in the corner, not plugged in. I was like, oh, shit, like, what games do you have? And I said, oh, you have NBA Jam Tournament Edition and blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, that, that shit's lame. We're going outside. Yeah. Like, he was like, why, why would you want to play? Yeah, they, remember, they meant nothing to him. Yeah, I remember being in middle school when Silicon 1 came out, and I was, obviously, I loved it. But, like, no, but not one of my, not one person in my school yeah. was playing it besides me. I would ask people, like... Hey, like, mm-hmm. do you play SOCOM and PS2? And but like, most people didn't even have their PS2 online yet because that was kind of yeah. like an added. It was a secondary purchase you had to install onto your PS2 to even get it online. Yeah, they're like, "What the hell do you mean? You play yeah. against other people? Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? They come over to your house? No." <laughs> yeah, it was just it was such so different. It's just it, it's great to see what it is now, but it's gone to a point where I think it's like dangerous, and I think. It's just forming really unhealthy habits in kids, and teenagers, and even adults. Yeah, I, I, I can agree to that 100%. I've known quite a few people, and I, myself, geez, with SOCOM, I was addicted to fucking SOCOM. Man. I, I would play that game. I would avoid other responsibilities to play SOCOM. I mean, I still do that with some games. Like, I mean, it took me, <laughs> it took me what, 12 years to finish my college degree. And honestly, I just didn't have the mental maturity when I was 18, 19 to, like, prioritize my homework over video games. NHL 09 just came out and had the 6v6 uh-huh. EA Sports Hockey League, and I got super hooked, and I played that game 10 hours a day, and yeah. I skipped classes. I was playing World of Warcraft at the same time. Yeah, it was that's bad. another big one. Yeah, But what I can say about NHL... I was playing that game because it was fun. There was nothing in there. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. EA tries to make you hate the game as hard as they can. I was playing that game because I loved that game, <laughs> and I still do. But you were playing it despite yeah. of what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, it, well, there was nothing in that game that was like hooking me. It was just like I fucking love hockey. I love video games. I love playing video games with my friends. I love playing hockey with my friends. It was just my revolutionary six on six hockey. That was just like yeah. Most addicted to a game I've ever been easily was when 09 dropped. It's all I could think yeah. about. I couldn't. I couldn't even sit in class. I'd just be thinking about how bad I want to play and get back on. And that, that, that's another thing. It's like a lot of people with the psychology of gaming. Like, there's a lot of people on the the wagon of you know video games cause violence and and blah blah blah. But I think video games can definitely amplify personality traits that are negative in a person to the point where it does influence their life in a bad way oh and for sure and if you're jumping in the way the industry is going like you say it's kind of like pushing people towards that kind of negative part of them yeah and making them do you know or making them want to play things and it, i mean that's why they have to have all these warnings and stuff and they're Warning, talking about gambling and games yeah, laws and, now it's because there's people that will sit there until they die there's been people that have died playing yeah, video games yeah. and it's it boggles my mind, and it goes to the trends as well. Like I'm, I'm personally a streamer. I'm a partnered streamer on Twitch, and there was a time where everybody was like 24-hour streams, 
that's what you got to do. Like that's makes you a true streamer. Yeah. Twenty-four hour streamer, you're shit. I like, actually you're a one, little I've bitch. actually done one of those myself, and I'm not even a real streamer. It is so unhealthy. Yeah. What I is did, wrong with me? I think like, I, made I it did like many. Twenty-three. I think I did twenty-three hours, and I had to shut it off. I was like, holy shit, I'm starting to. Lose what is me. wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like various times where it was just kind of the stigma that like you had to do this. Or yeah. you weren't the real deal. And it's like, we're playing fucking video games, man. Yeah. Like, the, the whole point is to Relax. enjoy yourself yeah. and, and to have fun. And it, whether you're, yeah, whether you like leveling up, that's fine. If you like to grind, awesome. I can see the appeal in that all day. If you have the time to and you're responsibly doing it, mm-hmm. sick, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're like, skipping work or you know not taking care of your kid or you know (laughs) there's people out there not taking care of yourself yourself exactly exactly but i i think it is getting it is getting kind of dangerous in especially with the the younger kids like they're seeing the people they look up to now i mean there are people well you know please don't before you keep going um So I used to stream, like, not super seriously, but, like, somewhat, like, I was just kind of, like, an NHL streamer, and, uh, I met my buddy, who is, like, in his late 30s, um, and he has, like, a, what is this, kid's probably about 11 or 12, and I met him at a Bruins game in between periods, and, uh, it was so weird, because... Um, the dad was basically like, oh, like, don't mind him, he's shy, he's like, he watches you on Twitch all the time, so I think he's a little starstruck, and I was like, like, I'm a nobody, I was like, I'm I'm a nobody streamer, but I was like, it's so weird, like, just to think, like, you know, that our kid, like, children out there, like, taking in this content, which is something you don't really think about a lot. Yeah, you're turning, you're turning gamers into celebrity status, or, like, you're connecting some sort of fame to playing video games on the internet oh, yeah kids are watching it's, twitch now instead of like nickelodeon like disney like we did like they're watching twitch and youtube you know so it's like yeah it's it's definitely a different culture and, and the gaming the developers and stuff are taking full advantage of that obviously um and, and yeah it's, it's just a weird kind of time in gaming it's one of those the trends it's kind of interesting to see where it goes i don't think it's going to change i think this is it i think gaming it's just like it's an addiction even like that's the whole point right is just to, like mm-hmm. even when like the first game came out like pong like my dad talks about it all the time like when pong came out and they were able like my mom and my dad took pong home for the first time like have a video game in your house they could yeah. not stop playing pong it's all they did like yeah pac-man like that's all i did they saw pellets and they're like close their eyes and like you see the, the womp 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 and see the pellets yeah. it's like what games it, are it's like they're supposed to be addicting they're supposed to be fun but now they're taking it like it's been taking another step further to the point where they're not even hiding that they're trying it, it's like i don't know yeah all i can think of is like cigarettes it's like it's like <laughs> what if like smoke yeah what if like marlboro like like paid like 
gave you virtual points if you smoked like a pack a day if you lost like they used to remember marlboro points i don't i'm not that old i'm not that old i didn't know that was oh it was a thing if you smoked enough you like had the points in the carton of cigarettes and you would trade it in for hats and beer koozies that's exactly what this at least you got something real like now it's just (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got real lung cancer you got a real hat it's tr- it's true. You have an actual hat that you could trade into now, a pawn shop fifteen years later. You don't get anything now. It's just well, you get that digital thing, and you get that feeling of pride, and you, you can show your friend. You get a gamer score, high gamer score. Yeah, achievements and such. And I, I That's feel a whole like other was, subject we could go off on is yeah, the, like the achievements, um, achievements and such. It's crazy. Um, I feel like it's always been built into gaming to a degree, uh, especially during like the arcade boom. Arcade boom was absolutely nuts. Well, there's billions of quarters, billions of dollars. But it, the whole thing was like, even if you're playing Donkey Kong or you're playing any kind of arcade game, Pac-Man, even there was points in the top right. Yeah, you wanted to get the high score. Yeah, so but I, you I were like, like obsessed arcades, with. I feel like arcades were social. Yes. Yeah, going into an arcade was a lot about watching someone play it, and then you yeah. jumping on and playing your your turn, and then and then going back and forth our, from there. Our physical arcades from the eighties and nineties were like the foundation of Twitch, to an extent. Yeah, because I they mean, really what, were. What was better than gathering around the kid that was about to beat the high score, of like Paperboy? You know, like everyone exactly. it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch someone better than you, better than most people. And now it was that's ex- what Twitch is. Exciting. Yeah. 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 Basically, it's just kind of like gathering around the arcade box, whatever the arcade. It's evolved, and now it's a, anyone can do it, and you don't have to go anywhere to do it. Mm-hmm. You just sit in your home. You you pick up a few things to be able to stream, which is extremely streamlined now. It's it's so oh, two buttons, so easy, so easy to pick up and play. I remember starting my stream for the first time, and it was the most confusing shit I've ever done yeah, in my life. I remember I was there in Justin TV. It, it was insane. I want to say but now it's Sonic. Like, uh, Sonic, um, I can't even remember to be honest with you. I forget. I remember one of the first games I streamed was Far Cry 3, like right when it came out. I just remember trying to get it set up with you. It was a good time. It was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a confusing mess and there was no HDMI input. There was no, it was, it was something. Oh my God. All those cords. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's generally the social aspect of gaming has now been turned into a digital form of social interaction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i mean even at the highest levels of streaming now you're not even the social well, interaction isn't even there it's i, I was gonna say I, I, now that i'm thinking about it i will say that's like one of the healthier things about gaming today is i think uh, gaming because it's so mainstream because everyone does it i think there is a social aspect to it that didn't exist 10, yes. years ago. Community. There's there's a sense of community. There's a sense of friendship that wasn't there. Well, even then, like, if you're in school and, like, you know, say you're shy or whatever in real life, you know, but, you yeah. know, you could, you might be good at Fortnite and, like, kids might want to play with you and, you know, you're still playing with kids that you go to school with or whatever, which I think yeah. that exists today more than ever and, like, it's so easy to get in a party chat and talk with your friends mm-hmm. You know, be playing your own game and like chatting, which I think is super healthy. Um, yeah, being able to get, especially in these trying times, <laughs> these trying times, it, yeah. these unique trying times. It's it's. I think gaming, and that's why, you know, game consoles the worldwide have been sold out and everything is because right. people use it to be connected, and I feel like that's an amazing thing if used in the right way. I mean, obviously, you're going to get people that use that connection negatively, and that's just people though. 
Yeah, that's just people. Anything, someone will ruin anything that's supposed to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone will come along and ruin it for everyone. Exactly. But, yeah, I, the psychology behind gaming is, is definitely an interesting topic. I mean, I personally play games to kind of escape and to entertain myself and be happy with it. Like, the time that I play games, I want to be enjoying myself. I mean, and obviously, I went yeah. from yeah, and I come from playing games to be competitive. Like I did it as kind of like a challenge. Like we used to play NHL together. We used to play SoCon. We used to play these games where you're competing against other people, and you want to be good at it. Mm-hmm. But like as time has gone on, and my time has become more and more limited, the time that I get to spend, if I get two hours to sit down and play a game, I don't want to headbutt my monitor because I'm playing Dark Souls, <laughs> or I don't, you know, I don't want to chew on my microphone because Man. I can't get past a boss or I can't kill this guy who's 10 times better than me at call of duty or something give me fucking mario give me toad's treasure tracker which is the most recent game i've been played like give me something cute and small and just something that i could at least waste time i could just entertain myself for a little bit of time and not feel stressed out like i do every other moment of my day i'm the total (laughs) off i'm the polar opposite of you i am Mm -hmm. uber competitive i want like, that's why, like, if I had to give you a reason, like, if we title this podcast why people play video games, I play for the competitive aspect. I love mm-hmm. any game with a ranked mode where I can, so I don't play for, like, the progression, per se, but I play for, like, my personal progression. I love, like, playing a game, and then, like, a month later, playing that same game, this feeling so much better than I did the month before at that game yeah. like like you know any game where i could see like oh i started at silver but i climbed to diamond or something like that like i love i love doing that in games mm-hmm. um and i still play a um nhl at a pretty high competitive level um like i, I mean like organized leagues for that mm-hmm. um, i think if i didn't have that like I don't know. Like, I, I probably still would play games, but I wouldn't play them as much. It's definitely why I play. Is yeah. So it's 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 kind of an outlet of stress for you, but in a different way than it is for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, if you didn't, I get you bored. didn't have that. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't have that kind of focus where you actually had to maintain yeah. focus yeah, in the exactly. game to improve, I, I then get, you would have like this pent up feeling of like. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? need that hyper hyper focus. Like, I don't know what it is. I think I might have like some form of super ADD or something. But I need to like. You just have to be dialed in. I have to be you so dialed. I'm, I'm so dialed into games when I play games. Any game, I play a lot of Dota too. I should probably mention that, which is like one of the most like. Yeah, there's like, a lot going on at all times. Yeah, yeah, like nobody that plays Dota too likes themselves. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> You're trying to get rid of something. There. I have like 2,000 hours played, and I still don't know crap about that game. Like I'm learning every time I play a game, I learn something new. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so deep. It's so competitive. I'll never be the yeah. best. There's always gonna be people better than me. Um, but like, if I don't have that, I need to. I just need to be dialed in. Like when I'm playing these, these games, like mm-hmm. the world around me doesn't even exist. It's like. I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, I'm just so into it, like, time is not a factor, like, what's going, like, 
I'm not. Yeah, I could be starving to death. I won't know. Like I'm not. Like <laughs> you're one of the guys that dies in the internet cafe in Korea. I could. I could very well do that. Like I'm. I'm just so into it. Like yeah. I, yeah, I and you got to get kind of like you got to get kind of pulled out of it somehow yeah, in terms of. I just love love that feeling of just being like so drawn into a game. Or, yeah. Like, like playing like a sweaty match of NHL. I love it where it's just like. You're so like I like I'll literally be on the edge of my seat, like three inches from my monitor. <laughs> like my t- I'll be biting my like my bottom lip. Like yeah, yeah. Just I, I love just that. standing up, just standing up randomly and uh, jumping around. When your character moves, you move with him. I I have jumped out of my chair mul- like multiple times to celebrate goals in NHL. I was gonna say in anger and in victory. Yeah. No. I, yes. Yeah, I like. Stopped myself from smashing controllers. I get why people do it. <laughs> I've br- I've broken a controller in my lifetime, a hundred percent. I think that's when I I think I got burned out on competitive stuff, and that's why now I just played like the peaceful, you know, the little time wasters. Because yeah. I remember being so goddamn angry. I remember the SOCOM days, and I just mean, wanting to chuck mm-hmm. my controller to the moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think part of what keeps me sane is like I can I've come to terms with games like I love ranked I love being competitive but I Mm -hmm. think a big problem for a lot of people's rage is that it's hard for them to accept that they're not the best and I think you kind of if you're a silver player in whatever game Rocket League League of Legends Dota like you just have to say that you have to like accept that like you're not that good like if you or lose, you're not going to be if you just chuck your controller when you don't win. Well, it's just like, like if you lose a game in, in silver, any game, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was your, partially your fault. Like, Yeah, if, if you're you, playing in a team game, yeah. If you put a platinum player in a silver game, he's going to win. So, like, yeah. I think that yeah. comes, that's a lot of, like, the, the core of rage in gamers is that they think that the game screwed them, their teammates screwed them. It's just yeah. like no, you gotta hold yourself accountable, and I think that's like a huge thing—not just in gaming, but in life. Like you just get like you just your yeah. life will get better. <laughs> your gaming sessions will get better. You just tell yourself like, yeah, maybe my teammates sucked, but I also sucked. Like I could have been better. Like, yeah, and that that could be a testament to like we were talking about earlier how the game just kind of holds your hand and tells you that you were doing great and yeah. you got plus 100 and plus 100 but then when it comes down to like an actual competitive mindset mm-hmm. there's no hands to hold anymore like right. you have to accept the fact that you did not accomplish the win or you did not accomplish what you were supposed to to get the treat of the guitar riff in the plus 100 like I think it's, yeah, that, that's a pretty good point in terms of why people get so angry in ranked modes. It's like, well, just play the regular mode or just, yeah. you know, like, like I just games like ranked, give you that you option. Just, you just got to accept that you're not the best. And if you want to be the best, you got to just keep playing. Yeah. What's the word? Um, objective for yourself. You got to get a, like, you know, yeah, just say, I want to win three games this week yeah, or something yeah. and like go, go from there. But, yeah, I get you. I get you. I stay away from it though. I I can't do it anymore. My blood pressure's too high. I'm getting too old. You could do it. Could I do probably it. could, but I would be a much angrier person. When SOCOM Five gets announced on PS Five, you'll be you'll be there. SOCOM Five is never getting announced, and if it does, I'm, I'm never giving up. 
<laughs> Never give up hope. You got to get those games back. Yeah, that man. feeling's not coming back. I, I've come to accept that myself. You're talking about like accepting. <laughs> I've come to accept that I will never feel the same, uh, the same dopamine rush like you were saying earlier, as I did back then when I played the SOCOM games and like the the feeling of hey, I want to play for ten hours today or twelve hours today. Man, like I, I've come to accept that I just I just can't do that. Anymore. I think it's one of the things that I love about myself the most is that I have never lost that feeling. Like <laughs> I sat at work today. I'm a front end developer, and I sat at my computer for eight hours. And the whole time I was there, I wish I was home playing Dead Cells. The whole entire time, <laughs> just thinking you're there just playing games. I, I just wanted to play Dead Cells. I wanted to come home and play Dead Cells. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I. I've never lost that, like, passion or, like, I just want to play. Like, I love it. Like, I, I envy you that. <laughs> I do. I get, like, bursts of that where I will be like, okay, I really, really want to play this game, and then I'll play it. But mm-hmm. it has to be really strong to tear me away from whatever else it is that I have to be doing. In I mean, moment, there are. Should be doing it's probably unhealthy because there's probably, like, 800 other things I could have been doing that are. <laughs> more productive yeah. but mm-hmm. i don't know it's still i'm just very grateful that gaming still makes me happy and it's like something like that i can do that gives me joy because i think as we get older it's just like such like uh the mantra is like oh you got old you got responsibilities like i don't have time for this i can't do this yeah. so it's just like i yeah. think it's like there's a stigma around being older and like playing video games so much but like i just don't care like if something makes you happy you just gotta grab onto it and keep it close i agree i think you should always make time for yourself to be able to do the things that you enjoy within reason mm-hmm. it's it's like with anything anything in moderation and if you can find a balance to be able to play what you want to play as much as you want to play it and still maintain a healthy relationship with other people and yourself especially making sure that you are a functioning human being, <laughs> right. then you got to do it. Right. And that's that's a very important thing, whether it be gaming or some sort of sport or if you're into darts or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's been one of the greatest things for, like, I, man, that's a horrible choice of words. One of the positives, I should say, of this whole pandemic um, yeah. is, like, I have so much time for gaming now. I have <laughs> all these social obligations i used to have are gone and i just play <laughs> so many games and i don't feel bad at all like no even no. just like something that even things that i used to love i play used to play hockey like ice hockey but rinks are shut yeah. down so like i don't play that so, that's, so you just you kind of replaced it with another passion of yours yeah though. that's two nights like a you, week that's two nights yeah. a week right there i used to go i have veteran season tickets i used to go to a game a week I don't do that anymore. So what do I yep. do? I play video it's games instead. Night. Yeah, another and night I'm, for gaming, and I'm saving yeah. money. <laughs> it's true, unless you're buying a shit ton of games, which you'd have to buy so many games. Yeah, ice time is fucking expensive. It really is. It really is. But see, I'm on the opposite side of that spectrum as well. Uh, my job increased due to the COVID, and yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so I got more time at work <sighs> and less time to game. But at the same time, it's all about balance. Like, you just have to pick and choose 
You have to find those spots, and you, you have to go for it and make yourself happy with it within reason. Yeah, yeah. Gaming definitely kept me sane during the pandemic. I was still working, too, and I was working long hours, but uh, from home. Yeah. But just, like, being able to, like, lose myself in a game after work was nice. Yeah, shut work mode off, turn game mode on. Yeah, it's a good way to transition, dope. you know. Especially mm-hmm. working from home for so long because everything starts to feel the same. Like, especially because I did my work on my computer where I also game. So. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to move very far, but no. I'm here. It's so game pretty- mode. You put the headset on and the sunglasses and you're like, it's time. <laughs> pretty much. I, sh- I shut my laptop which, uh, and then just kind of turned my chair like 30 degrees <laughs> to the right. Man the battle <laughs> stations. Yeah, you- <laughs> <laughs> and then open up Steam, they go, all right. It's done. That's yep. pretty great. That's pretty great. But yeah, I think the most important part is to just take care of yourselves when you're you're playing games. Um, don't don't let that feeling of accomplishment and that plus one hundred and the level up and that that grind don't let it encompass it's the experience fake. that you're happening. It's, fake it's all fake. When you sense. turn your your computer off or your PlayStation off or your fucking Etch-A-Sketch off, whatever it may be you're doing, at the end of that, it's over. Yeah. It didn't matter what you did while you were doing it. The whole point was to be entertained. Yep. It was to be happy. It was to fill time. It was whatever reason it may be. But don't don't let it encompass the entire experience. Mm-hmm. That's my advice as an old fart. Good advice. No matter what, you could have done anything in those two hours, and you chose to play video games, and there's nothing wrong with that. But nope. you didn't accomplish shit. <laughs> no, unless you're a big name streamer that makes money streaming yeah. video, Which, you, uh, and you do it for a living. But but you're not that because you're listening to this podcast. You're not. Let's fucking face it. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that, that's a good little. Uh, a bit of a dive into the psychology of gaming. There's so much to go into in terms of why people play games, but I, I think it's relevant to your situation. What you do outside of gaming can heavily impact what you're doing inside of it and why you choose to do that. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't know if anybody is even going to listen this far into the podcast. I hope they no. do. But um, <laughs> uh, however you find us, let us know. Um, believe you're uh, at Ghetto Thunder on Twitter. Is that right? Ghetto Thunder JS on at, Twitter. At I can't Ghetto, get rid of that damn JS. At Ghetto Thunder JS. And I am at The Real Napoleon. Uh, let us know how you found how you found this podcast and uh, why you play games. And uh, check out PowerUpAndPlay.com. Uh, I'm probably going to write, uh, try to put up an article here about this very topic and I'll probably reference and link this podcast so yeah and uh, in the future i'll probably write a few different kind of blogs as well um mine will be the one with all the misspellings and the plot holes and everything yeah. that you can i have um <laughs> i have a spell check in the blog so it's oh cool. shit yeah. i'll find a way around yeah. it i'm that good at writing that i'll pa- find a way I'm, around. i'm paying for hosting for this so it's got all the bells <laughs> and whistles beauty beauty but yeah i'll write a few as well from my perspective because we do have varying perspectives on gaming like you could tell why we play games is a different reason and the type of games we play are different and all that kind of stuff so it'd be kind of neat to see the differing opinions on certain subjects yep so uh yeah uh, check us out yeah all right thanks for listening guys
Peace.